0: Hey, we're Bizarre Investigations. I'm Hugh. And I am Josh. And welcome to an episode that we don't want to do, but we're doing anyways. It's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. It's one of the biggest conspiracies ever. Yeah, ever pretty much. Well, in modern time. Ever. I don't know. I think some some conspiracies (laughs) are a little bigger. But uh, yeah, we don't really want to do it because we don't want to believe it. You can tell by the enthusiasm. Yeah.
1: We're so happy.
0: But it's like like Josh said it's one of those ones that you just have to do.
1: Yeah, have no choice. No Once choice. we decided we wanted to do a podcast based on pretty much conspiracies. I mean, I think that was the
0: first thing we said to each other was like we're going to yeah. have to do this. Yeah, we knew right away we were going to eventually have to do it. But it, it, if you actually look into it, there's so much into it.
1: And if you guys haven't figured it out yet, 9/11. 9/11. Yeah. That's what this episode will be on, guys. So sit back and enjoy. 9 fucking 11 exactly so should be pretty fun um but not at all yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i, I find the subject hard to talk about it's a it's a it's a little hard to talk about you know first, first of all with no conspiracies the amount of people that lost their life that day is crazy so it's just it's not it's not a fun subject to talk about if there yeah. were no conspiracies yeah so the fact that there are conspiracies makes it that much tougher
0: yeah once you can actually look into it it's a it's kind of hard not to see some of the conspiracies. Yeah. It's hard.
1: You can definitely believe some if you wanted to.
0: Yeah. You, I mean, it's kind of hard to actually like, when you actually like look at the conspiracy, like, okay, why everything just adds up to that one.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Too much adds up to the wrong thing. Or why
0: did the government say this, but it literally happened and they right. said the exact opposite. thing? Right. Yeah
1: yeah also we want to throw this out there in the beginning this is going to be an annual episode so like we're going to try to release this around 9 11 or on 9 11 every single year
0: yeah so this one will come out on the 10th and then uh yeah so every single year we'll come out with another one just you know giving more uh, conspiracies to it if there's any updates to it we'll give another update and uh yeah we'll just play it by year yeah we'll try to do it on a yearly basis. for as long as we can until it gets boring. Right. And uh, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't. You want me to get into a brain fuck? Did you guys want to get into a brain fuck? I say we do. I, and, s- I and think we, we should too.
1: Apparently the music says we do
0: too. The brain fuck. 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 Fuck.
1: fuck. Of the, the week. week. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> what can you hold without ever touching or using your hands? Okay. Wait. What can you hold without ever touching or using your hands?
1: What can you hold? Okay, I got it. It's an answer. It's probably not the right one, but I got an answer.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you ready to get into this uh, touchy subject?
1: I guess so. So what we want to do, guys, is kind of like uh, go over the timeline of what happened. We know that's going to take some time, but with subjects like this, we feel like it's kind of important that we're all on the same page, and in case you guys weren't aware of something, we can hopefully cover that.
0: And then hopefully if there's any conspiracies like go side by side with this that you can see where they go.
1: Exactly. So you can kind of see where things fit in. We found a timeline that we actually kind of liked, So we're just going to read off of that pretty much.
0: Yep. So who wants to go first? I think, uh, I think you should start this one off.
1: Okay. So starting right off 7.59 a.m.
0: Everything's an Eastern standard time. Eastern daylight time. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I guess that's important to say as well. Yeah. Because at this time I was sleeping. Yeah. Oh, that would have been uh, 5 o'clock in the morning here in California. So, Okay, so 7... Actually, 4.59. That is true. (laughs) Even earlier than that. Um, 7.59 a.m. American Airlines Flight 11 departs from Boston's Logan International Airport bound for Los Angeles. Aboard are 11 crew members and 81 passengers, including hijackers.
0: Yes, so um, we're going to, just so you can see how many people are aboard these planes, we'll be mentioning how many pilots and, or crew members and passengers, and if there's hijackers, which, spoiler alert, they're all hijackers. There's going to be hijackers, guys. (laughs) Or they all have hijackers. They're not all hijackers, but you know know what I'm saying. But they're there. They're there. Alright, at 8.14, United Airlines Flight 175 takes off from Boston, headed for Los Angeles. Aboard are nine mem- crew members, 56 passengers, including five hijackers. Also at 8.14, Flight 11 has its final routine communication with air traffic controllers. 16 seconds later, controllers instruct the pilot to increase the plane's altitude. However, there is no response and all sub- uh, subsequent messages are unanswered. Investigators believe that the plane is hijacked around this time. So already within jumping right into the action. <laughs> yes. You can
1: tell this isn't the uh the jambine timeline. No. We're getting right into action here.
0: Yeah, so fifteen minutes into this story already, there's already a hijacking.
1: Right. So they believe it happened around eight fourteen or in that time frame, right? Yeah. From when it left to eight fourteen because that's when they stopped getting responses. hmm So at eight nineteen AM Eastern, I guess I don't really say Eastern, we've already established that. <laughs> 819. A flight attendant on Flight 11 alerts American Airlines that the plane has been hijacked. She reports that the cockpit is not answering and that the hijackers hijackers reportedly have a bomb in addition two other flight attendants and passengers have been stabbed. The passenger later determined to be Daniel Lewin, formerly served in the Israeli military. And it is thought that he tried to stop the hijacking. Some speculate that he was the first victim of the attacks.
0: Hmm. Well, Daniel, if you try to, good job. Yeah. Good job if you did. Um, good job. Wish you would have succeeded. Yeah. At 8.20 a.m., American Airlines Flight 77 departs from Dool's International Airport near Washington, D.C., bound for Los Angeles. The plane is carrying six crew members and 58 passengers, including five hijackers. Before boarding, three of the terrorists had set off the metal detectors when going through security, but all passed subsequent inspections. That's a little odd.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they were carrying a box cutter. Wasn't that really how
0: they hijacked them? That's supposedly how they hijacked them.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Was, they were able to... They set off the fucking detectors and still passed that. This time, though, we got to remember the fucking security wasn't that good yeah like the bush's really family
0: didn't up up their uh cost and security until after
1: they didn't really care at <laughs> this
0: time i feel like no i don't i don't think they had like good protocol because i don't think this ever really happened before
1: well it i mean hijackings happened. have happened but, but not do not this su- not like magnitude this. yeah not like this no so this kind of is like okay i guess we got to take security seriously mm-hmm when we put people in a fucking
0: airplane. I just got to say I went to, when I was in Italy. Italy has way better security at their airports. I don't doubt that. I mean, I mean there is above the terminal, hmm. there's like probably 15-20 armed uh, like military guys there just watching everyone. That's
1: smart. Um I mean, I know that we after this 9/11 event, um there were a lot more TSA security agent. measures and shit taken after that, right? But yeah. I feel like it's also dropped off quite a bit since then. Yeah,
0: I think we're getting relaxed.
1: Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
0: 8.21
1: a.m. The transponder on Flight 11 is turned off, making it difficult for air traffic controllers to monitor its course.
0: At 8.24, I'm mistakenly broadcasting over the air traffic control channel instead of the public address system. Flight 11 hijacker Mohammed Ada who is piloting the plane, announces, we have some planes, just stay quiet and you'll be okay. We are returning to the airport. This was soon followed by, nobody move, everything will be okay. If you try to make any moves, you'll endanger yourself and the plane. Just stay quiet.
1: Hmm. I didn't even know that happened.
0: Yeah, so so they broadcasted it over the air traffic control channel and air traffic control channel didn't do nothing about it. Right. Hmm. Hmm.
1: At 8.37 a.m., air traffic controllers at Boston's Logan Airport alert the U.S. military's northeast air defense sector.
0: Okay, so now that it makes it even... So, they did do something.
1: They alerted somebody that needed to be known.
0: But that took 13 minutes? They should have done it. Wait, uh, that is odd. I didn't even put that together, man. It took 13 minutes, so... Right now, you can already tell that this is kind of sketchy just by the timeline.
1: Yeah, that's already not being handled the best. It so really took 13 minutes to say, hey, someone hijacked a plane, and they literally just told us they hijacked a plane.
0: And It makes it even worse that that day there was a scheduled hijacking training. Mm. So, you know, they told people, if you hear hijacking, it's just a training course for us. And the same day. That's a little odd, don't you? Yeah, that's they had it planned out for september 11th 2001 to do a hijacking training course and Mm. then there's a two or no there's three hijackings that day four four yeah yeah four forgot about the pentagon successful ones yeah um so yeah that's guess they were all successful just nope one wasn't
1: well yeah one didn't
0: do what it was supposed to it was still hijacked though it was hijacked yes 842 Flight 175 makes its last communication with air traffic controllers, reporting that during takeoff it heard a suspicious transmission from another airplane, later determined to be Flight 11. Around this time, Flight 175 is hijacked, and some five minutes later, its transponder code is changed. How do they do that? I have no idea.
1: This was well-thought-out plan then, huh? Yeah, it wasn't Obviously. the
0: Rolls-Royce Rolls planes that have the communication and shit that can't get turned off hmm. from Flight What was that, Malaysian Airlines? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So, also 8.42 a.m., United Airlines flight 93 departs from Newark International Airport in New Jersey headed to San Francisco aboard seven crew members and 37 passengers, including four hijackers. At this point, no aircraft has been notified that Flight 11 has been hijacked, which is good, I guess, right? I guess, yeah. No, I mean, you'd probably want to notify them, don't you think? Like, okay, so... You know well, I mean, one yeah, I plane guess. has been hijacked. You should probably hit all your pilots up. But hey, don't, I don't let nobody in your fucking cockpit.
0: I don't think anyone knows that they're hijacked at this time. No,
1: oh, because this is 842. They've already alerted it.
0: No, this is 842 in New York. The other one was in fucking... Where was the other one at? Boston. Yeah, so it was in Boston. So you really think... They're going to think around the world right now, everyone's getting hijacked? Not the world, but in the United they States, They
1: should just throw it out
0: there. But They said it was just a suspicious activity. That's why they reported it to the military. So they didn't think it was a hijacking. They just said it was a suspicious communication.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would have still thought that the proper thing to do would be probably just throw it out there and be like, hey, everybody, um, we got one plane that's possibly being hijacked. Be on alert.
0: Yeah. I think this is why they changed everything now. I would have seen so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you already read 844? Yeah, you did. No, no, no. No.
1: 842. All right.
0: 844, a second flight attendant on flight 11 is on the phone with air air officials and reports that the plane is in rapid descent and that it is flying way too low. The call then abruptly ends. So remember, like, okay, I don't remember exactly what time it was, but they did already notify the... So was it flight 11 that already notified? Yeah. Okay. So flight so, 11... So
1: air traffic control should be aware at this point. Yeah. Um, 8.46 a.m., two military jets are ordered to depart from Otis Air National Guard Base in Cape Cod headed to New York. Hmm.
0: At 8.46 and 40 seconds. (laughs) Very specific. Hijackers on flight 11 fly the airplane into North Tower. Oh, that is very specific. I should have read the (laughs) first sentence. Uh, Hijackers on flight 11 fly the airplane into North Tower of the World Trade Center. Uh, in New York City the impact occurs between floors 93 and 99 the crash instantly kills hundreds including all those on board almost immediately emergency responders are sent to the building crazy mhm
1: yeah a little insane um yeah so i don't know if you see i'm i mean i know you have but the videos of the plane coming through it just looks like it's like evaporates mhm
0: yeah. i think mythbuster did something on on that
1: that it's, that could actually
0: happen or what? I don't remember. It was just uh, what would happen if you take something going at this speed and crashing it into a, a wall. And then it does kind of disintegrate. And it was like a fighter jet going at like mock speed though. Hmm.
1: I mean, I could believe it because you think of when, like, first of all, I don't know the scientific fucking shit on it. But it just seems like, yeah, you take something that, first of all, is going fast enough to be flying. Mm-hmm. And you crash into a huge building. I could see where that would happen. I mean, I, I, would, I could also see, like, to where we might just fly straight through it.
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not an architect. I'm not a fucking engineer, so I don't know how this thing's built. I don't know how the the building's built. Obviously, there's still beams. Yeah. Because Jetfield don't burn still beams.
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay, 8.51 a.m. Flight 175 changes from its assigned altitude and repeated efforts by air traffic controllers to contact the plane are unsuccessful.
0: Also, 851, Flight 77 has its last routine radio communication. It is believed the plane is hijacked shortly thereafter. 852 AM, a A flight attendant
1: on Flight 175 calls United Airlines and informs officials that the plane has been hijacked and that both pilots are dead. During this time, passengers are also phoning friends and family. Passenger... Calls will provide important information about the hijacking hijackings in subsequent investigations.
0: Now, this is another thing I was just reading on my way over here. Um, The people are being skeptic that phones wouldn't even have worked at the altitude back then. Like cell phones. I don't know that. I feel like they would have. Uh, That that was just there. I have no idea. but I mean, the Nokia's.
1: <laughs> they probably survived the plane you know, crash probably
0: are the only things that remained afterwards yeah because apparently they couldn't find like one of the black boxes right mm-hmm. all right At uh you just read 852 right yeah all right 854 flight 77 heads south from its assigned path and two minutes later hijackers turn off the plane's transponder efforts to contract the aircraft are unsuccessful
1: U.S. President George W. Bush, who has arrived at an elementary school in Saracosta, Florida, is told that the plane has struck the World Trade Center. Though details are uncertain.
0: I mean, it's on video.
1: It is. I I think that uncertain details that they're relaying to him are probably like, oh, we don't know. It's a terrorist attack. Although that's pretty evident at this point. They do know it's a terrorist attack. Right. Because the fucking flight attendants... Are actively telling them, "Hey, people have hijacked the planes." I wonder
0: what the protocol is for air traffic controllers to what who do they notify? I'd imagine you just notify like the military, the local military, whoever's the closest base to you, and then from yeah. there, the the highest ranking general calls fucking POTUS. Exactly. I just I mean I, 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 it would be cool to actually understand the the, pro, uh, the protocols they have to follow back yeah. then. I mean, compared I, to now,
1: I don't even know how realistic this is, but um, like. Uh, the second plane, mm-hmm. we'll get to that like in a matter of minutes. I'm assuming, I doubt they even had time to shoot it down. But with just putting you in the president's shoes, would you have said if anything else starts coming towards the second tower, fucking shoot that shit down? I mean, they probably didn't have anything in position. I to feel do like it
0: either, but no matter what, that's a shitty decision to make. It is, but you save thousands
1: and sacrifice a hundred.
0: No, depending on where it's at, though. Let's say it's over New, like New York, and mm-hmm. you shoot down a plane, all that debris could kill. You know, kill a lot of people too. It won't kill as many as the second they didn't, tower. They might have not have thought that the plane would have or the tower would have collapsed. Oh no, I know there's no way they could have known
1: for sure. But what I'm saying is like put yourself in the president's shoes. Would you have made the call to be like, Hey, just say you were in a position to have it shot down, would you have done it?
0: I, honestly I, I can't I don't know how I'd make that decision. I can't even fathom.
1: I've always thought about that. That's what I'm asking, but I don't know. What, what about I'd, you? I don't know. It'd have been a tough decision, but I like to think that Like, if it was, yes, if it was over an
0: open field, like maybe. I mean, I understand the sacrificing 100, you know, 100 Americans is still sacrificing 100 Americans, exactly. And And that would think think about if there's like some, you know, people from out of country, yeah, on that, you know, some people from because, like, that one Daniel guy, he was from Israel, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine, you know, we shot down our own plane and we killed one of your citizens, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a tough decision.
1: I just feel like it probably would have been the right decision. But there's no way you could have known that. And also, I had, they probably had no way of doing that or knowing that that second plane was going to come anyways. But I think... It's just something that's I'm pretty sure
0: the second that first plane crashed, I'm pretty sure they grounded everything.
1: Yeah. And also, they were notified of the second one where the pilots were dead. And you have
0: uh, but definitely the, a 2nd plane. What time was that one? 8.52 um, a.m. So let's see how far we can get before it crashes. Okay. Because... You just read 8.55, so now we're three minutes ahead of time? Yes. All right, so 8.58 a.m., Flight 175 sets course for New York City. So now, six minutes after that one has, you know, the flight attendant called and said they died. Six minutes later, now they're on course in New York.
1: Which is almost no time, and you got to think probably it's the no only time. person who can make that call is the president, or I'm sure there's people in place that can make that call. But I'm
0: pretty sure any general probably can make that call. Yeah. No, I actually know I can't even... I mean, I I'm, 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 was in the military. I don't even think we could do that. I would hope that someone else can make that call.
1: In like... Well, actually,
0: I don't think military can't even do any actions on our soil unless the president announces it. So, yeah, I don't think we'd be able to. Yeah. Maybe National Guard, but. Okay. So, 9 o'clock a.m. The Public Authority
1: Police Department orders the evacuation of all civilians in the World Trade Center. Complex, also at 9 o'clock, a passenger on flight 175 contacts his father for the second time that morning and reportedly tells him, I think they intend to go to Chicago or someplace and fly into a building. Don't worry, Dad. If it happens, it'll be very fast. Kind of sad.
0: That'd be a shitty call to take.
1: Right? It'd be a shitty call to make. Take, make, all that.
0: Yeah. At uh, 9.03 uh, in 11 seconds, Flight 175 crashes into the South Tower of the World Trade Center, striking between floors 77 and 85. So, 11 minutes. 11 minutes. So, trying to scramble planes to get there. I mean, they already scrambled planes, but how far is Cape Cod to there? I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it probably wasn't realistic, I'd assume. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just something that always crossed my mind. If you had that ability to do it, would you make that call? Like that's the that's one thing I've thought about. hmm. I mean, obviously, it seems like it really wasn't realistic at this time, but you never know, I guess. Yeah. Um, nine oh five AM, President Bush who is reading to school children. Why is he still reading to school children? He's already notified. I think he's just trying to, you know, stay strong, I guess. I don't want the I don't want a perception of you being strong. I want you to get out and take action and be strong.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That was just me trying to defend them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get it, but, like, okay, you were notified ten minutes ago that a plane just crashed into the tower? Well, think about it, And you're like, reading a fucking school book to children? The, Stop reading the school book and, and get ready to fucking understand what's going on, I mean...
0: Well, also, think about it, like, you're in front of children and you start panicking, or... You don't have to panic. It's simple. You get up... Okay, like, hey, we're under attack, and then you leave. Now all the, like, children be like, what the fuck?
1: Well, I think that... Okay, we you realize you're probably notified that the hi- the planes have been hijacked. They crashed one into a tower and you just sit right back down and start reading a fucking school book to children. Yeah. In my eyes, you get the fuck up and you start like, okay, what do we need to do?
0: Yeah, I guess that's why it said in the, the other one where he was talking mm-hmm. that it was undetermined if that was actually what he was told. It's probably just trying to cover it. I'm sure he was because they were like we established. the Because this is the one that the video... Was taken of. I remember. Yeah. Not remember. the not the first time. This was the one. The where his face just looks at the camera and he's all in like a blank face. I remember. I just feel like uh you should be able to
1: comprehend what's going on and not sit back down and start reading a book like nothing's happened.
0: I can believe, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. At nine twenty four, flight ninety three is notified by United Dispatcher that two planes have flown into the World Trade Center. Two minutes later, the pilot asked the dispatcher to comf- confirm the message.
1: So I'm assuming this is just kind of like them notifying other planes that are in the air. Um, yes and no, but there's still two planes that have yet to crash, though. No, I know that, but I'm assuming like this they're just making their rounds, and this is one of the ones they're actually trying to communicate with that didn't work out or something like that. They're like, hey, we got, for instance, 20 planes in the air. Let's contact all of them and make sure they're aware of what's going on, and make sure this is not happening even more. Yeah. So, uh, 9.25 a.m., the Federal Aviation Administration bars all civil aircraft in the United States from taking off. They should have done that a long time ago.
0: Yeah, they should have done it at 9.03. Yeah. When the second, or they should have done it the first time.
1: Well, they should have done it the second report. uh, hijacking was reported by the, uh, this, what's the ladies in the shit?
0: Air traffic controller?
1: No, the ladies who were on the plane who actually... Reported. Called air traffic control. Yeah. yeah. That's when they should have done it. I don't remember what time that was, but that's when they should have done it.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. That was at... Uh, 8 something. 8.53. So you're talking because about it, half an hour later. Oh, 8.52. They
1: finally fucking said, okay, you guys can't fly.
0: Yeah. Um. At 9.29 a.m., hijackers on flight 93 attack the cockpit. Mayday is declared over the radio transmission and sounds of physical struggle are heard. On another transmission second later, someone yells, get out of here. 9.32 a.m., controllers at
1: Dulles observe an airplane traveling at a high rate of speed. Two minutes later, officials at Ronald Reagan, Washington International Airport alert the secret service of a plane later determined to be Flight 77 headed in the direction of the White House.
0: Also at 9.32, a hijacker on Flight 93 announces, ladies and gentlemen... Here, the captain, please sit down and keep remaining seating. Keep remaining seating. We have a bomb on board, so sit. Passengers begin making phone calls, and they learn about the World Trade Center.
1: 9.36. U.S. Vice President Dick Cheney is evacuated to the Presidential Emergency Operations Center, which is located underneath the White House.
0: Real fast. Like, can you imagine being on that plane? And like when you're on the plane, they said you got the bomb Then you call your family and then, you know, you're freaking out and then you get told that two planes just got crashed into the World Trade Center. I could not imagine that because realistically,
1: you realize at that point you're You're dead. You're going to die. Yeah. I mean, even I think if you put people like me and you on that plane, we're probably at that point. Okay. Well, you're either going to kill us on on this plane or like you're not going to like just have me sit here and wait to die patiently. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know about most people. I feel like you're the same way. You wouldn't just sit back and be like, oh, you're going to kill us? Cool, cool. Yeah, we're just going to let that happen. Yeah. Um, and I know that at, on one of these flights at least, uh, that did take place.
0: That did take place, yeah. Alright, at 9.37 and 46 seconds, flight 77 hits the Pentagon in Virginia with the throttle set to maximum power. In addition to all those on the plane, 125 people on the ground and in the building are uh ultimately killed. Nine forty one AM the transponder
1: from flight ninety three is turned off.
0: At nine forty two, the FAA orders all four thousand five hundred and forty six civil aircrafts flying in the United States airspace to land.
1: Hmm. I feel like they should have done that a long time ago too. Well, I
0: think they at the time they just quarantined the, the eastern coast. Well they had and at said, this time they quarantined everything.
1: They said okay, you can't take off, right? Yeah. And now they're saying, finally, an hour later, okay, if you're in there, you got to land at the nearest, probably, I'm assuming, the nearest airport, Mm -hmm. so that we know you're not a threat. Um, I feel like that should happen sooner, too. So, it's kind of funny when you read back. It's easy to judge things when you're not in the moment, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it just seems like these are obvious things. Okay, so, at 9.55 a.m., President Bush departs Florida on Air Force One, although the initial plan had been to return to Washington, D.C. safely and... Other concerns result in a change of destination to an Air Force base in Louisiana.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would think they would just stay up in the air. Yeah, I mean, it's not
1: the worst Because right now, the un-
0: United States are, is under attack. The, the Pentagon just got attacked. The World Trade Center got attacked twice, both of them. Um, yeah, you would think that they would want to keep the president in the air because that's the safest place
1: it might be, but I mean he's got so many places I'd assume that yeah you can take him and he's like legit safe. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um it might be I mean, I would assume that is still fairly safe though.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, nine fifty seven following a yeah. vote, passengers aboard Flight ninety three rush the cockpit and attempt to retake the plane, despite a hijack rolling the aircraft from side to side, and later up and down the passengers continue to batter the cockpit.
1: And I, uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like that, I mean, that's the very least that I would do is is try to take the plane back. Like I feel, I feel like that's a no brainer Mm -hmm. and you got to commend these people for actually having the guts to do it. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it's not like we're calling the other people anything less.
1: No, we, in that situation, uh, most people are going to be scared and they're just going to hope for the best, right? They're not going to try to make the best. They're going to hope for the
0: best. This is also one of the only planes that announced it way before they crashed. Mm-hmm. So I think they had a lot more time to take action. For sure. I mean,
1: yes. But um, I guess knowing that because these guys have actually went on the fucking speaker and said, hey, this is what's happening. Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, I feel like you have to do something. You have to. Because yeah. if you don't, you're going to die. So if you do, you might die or you might actually fix the situation. True. So, it's one or the other. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you do nothing, you die. If you do something, you may die, you may not.
0: Yeah. All right, 9.59 a.m., the South Tower collapses. Which is odd. It's odd the way it collapsed.
1: Yeah. 10 o'clock a.m., all members of New York's Fire Department are ordered to evacuate the North Tower. Well, many begin leaving. Some do not hear the order while others are unaware of its urgency. More than 400 emergency responders are ultimately killed in the World Trade Center attacks.
0: Really good movie and it's really fucking sad. I watch it every year. Is it the World Trade Center?
1: It's a good movie. Yeah, I'll probably watch it next week.
0: Yep, I watch it every 9-11. Oh. Huh. Fucking sad as fuck.
1: It is. Um, this time of the year, uh, I mean, how could you be an American and not think about this?
0: And then, just to think about this year, they're not going to do a fucking memorial for nine eleven.
1: Don't want the COVID spreading this fucking fake. Energy.
0: Yeah, because you know lights are going to fucking spread COVID. Yeah, because all we, you, like, you if don't... you
1: gather around for the nine eleven ceremony. No, they... not,
0: not even that. Let's say they just turn on the fucking lights. Mm. That's right there is a fucking memorial. You don't. No one has to really fucking be there. But if you turn on the lights, people are going to go. So it's not going to be safe. It's the most disrespectful fucking thing in the world. I I couldn't agree
1: more. Like it it it's absolutely ridiculous that they're not going to allow that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially with everything else that they do allow and do nothing
0: about. Yep. All right. 10:02 a.m. With passengers uh, apparently close to breaching the cockpit door on flight 93, the hijackers decide to put it down. And begin a sharp descent. During this time, the plane rolls upside down. Subsequent audio recordings have led some to believe that the passengers managed to get inside, uh, inside the cockpit, and struggle over the controls.
1: I wonder how they did that because isn't the cockpit supposed to be like in? Imagine,
0: imagine how many people were on Flight 93. Yeah. Imagine fifty-three people pushing in the door. I'm pretty sure you can push through it.
1: Yeah, probably. Honestly, um, still, uh, yeah, it would have took some time, and I'd imagine it'd be quite difficult. Yeah. Because those things are supposed to be like, yeah, hey, you can't get in here. Well, for, I'm pretty for sure these you, specific reasons. Like, I'm
0: pretty sure they changed that after this day.
1: You're right. That might have been the case because it might have been a little bit easier back then. Yeah,
0: because now if there's any bit of like knowledge of a hijacking, mm-hmm. they won't even let like flight attendants in.
1: Yeah, I mean, which is smart, no one, no one goes in know. there. You never know. How the flight attendants could be part of it. So
0: I'm pretty sure flight attendants even now have to knock and they have to open up the like the little grate or look at the peeping hole. Yeah, even when they're like taking the pilot to drink and shit. Mm hmm. Just to, you know, make sure it's not something going on.
1: I mean, I don't think that anybody thought that these could be used as weapons like they were before this. I mean, I'm sure people knew they sure. could be. I'm just never. Yeah. I feel like it might have never crossed people's mind that that would happen like that. Mm hmm. Uh, 10:03 a.m. Flight 93 crashes in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania, killing everyone on board. The plane would have reached Washington D.C., its suspected destination, in about 20 minutes. Yeah, these people are heroes, essentially, in my eyes. Um, yep. Yeah, they saved they saved quite a bit of lives and risks of their own, and it ended up costing them their own lives. But
0: I agree. I agree. At uh, 1024, all transatlantic air flights headed to United States are diverted to Canada. 10.28 a.m., the North Tower
1: collapses in total. More than 2,700 people die in the World Trade Center complex.
0: Yeah. Now, that's pretty much the entire timeline leading up until the, the Trade Center crashes. All right. Uh, at 11.02 a.m., New York, Mayor Rudy... Fucking whatever, order... Giuliani. Giuliani, all right. Rudy Giuliani orders the evacuation of Lower Manhattan.
1: 12.16 p.m., U.S. airspace is clear after the last plane lands.
0: At 1.04 a.m., or p.m., sorry, after landing at uh, Barksdale Air Force Base in Louisiana, President Bush vows to hunt down and punish those responsible. Osama bin Laden, founder of the militia Islamic... Islamist, Jesus Christ... Al-Qaeda. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Islamist organization, Al-Qaeda, is already suspected of being behind the attacks, which is really fucking odd. They, yeah, I
1: mean, it is, but it isn't. I mean, he's obviously...
0: It's really odd that the only like some of the untouched passports that were found, like unharmed, undamaged, were all of the fucking hijackers. Yeah, that that is
1: odd, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's
0: also really odd that all hijackers were um what is it? Saudi Arabian. Hmm. But they go after Afghanistan. Yeah. That's I mean, like, we'll get into the weird hmm. shit, but
1: it's just fucking yeah, you're right. Absolutely. But, it's, so it's that's a, that's the first weird
0: thing is they immediately pick out Osama bin Laden. It is. And he's in Afghanistan. And but all the hijackers were Saudi not Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more than weird.
1: Uh, uh, (laughs) we'll get in we'll get into some of the weird shit at least. Um Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely weird. 148 PM Air Force One departs Louisiana headed for Afoot air force base in nebraska where the president will stay until 4 30 p.m when he leaves for washington dc
0: at yeah, 5 20 p.m uh s- seven world trade center collapses though no deaths are reported that's another big conspiracy like yeah why did that one collapse well not just that why that one collapsed it's there was some big investigation going on in that one and then all documents of that investigation are gone Suspicious billions were being diverted from the Pentagon, and the area where the the money was found being transferred out of was crashed. And then there's a big investigation to something in the Seventh World Trade Center, Mm -hmm. and it's gone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just you know, you could probably point anything to any bit of place on any of those trade centers or anything mm -hmm. and find something, but you know, that's just big ones.
1: It's just that.
0: I don't even know why the other ones collapsed. And actually, May of this year, they found out that it was not due to a fire, even though they claimed it was.
1: Oh, well, yeah. That, that, I feel N- like it, that, no, was, that took been...
0: 19 years to figure out it wasn't a fire. <laughs> but I feel like that should have been obvious. Yeah. Like Honestly, I was just looking at May 2020. They found out it was not a fire. Go on. 6.54 p.m. President Bush arrives back at the White House. At eight thirty PM, President Bush addresses the nation during the speech. He announces that terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundations of America. These are acts uh shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. And that is the timeline. That is the timeline for the day of 9-11-2001. And then if you want to get to nine eleven, two thousand what, twelve? Two
1: thousand twelve. Benghazi. Oh yeah, I don't have anything on
0: that. I'm just kidding. We don't have to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say I don't have anything on it. It was not. It was Benghazi. Was not due to a video about some people making fun of um, Muslims. Fucking goats. It's not because of that.
1: It's not the reason.
0: Not the reason. And someone could have saved them, but you know, hey, we're not talking about Benghazi. And what
1: could have? Who could have made a difference?
0: Yeah. So we're not gonna talk about Benghazi.
1: We're not gonna get into it. (laughs) Because
0: that's another one that would get me all worked up. Alright, so now you want to go over some conspiracies?
1: Yeah I guess so, yeah.
0: We're not gonna talk about like we're not gonna talk about all the conspiracies. Just a couple of maybe. A couple ones. of them and then, you know, next year if there's any other new ones that pop up or any other ones.
1: Well, I feel like just even talking about this the short amount of time we already have, I feel like next year I'll definitely wanna do another episode and I feel like we can definitely get into a lot more detail as far as uh what is believed to have happened on some of the conspiracies and shit. But I kinda just want to touch on a few of them right now. Yeah. So, what's your first one?
0: The first one is the war games. Uh, U.S. military and other authorities planned or actually rehearsed defensive response to all elements of the 9-11 scenario during the year prior of the attack, including multiple hijackings, suicide crash bombings, and strikes on the Pentagon. Uh, Multiple military war games planned long in advance and held on the morning of September 11th, including scenarios of a domestic air crisis, a plane crashing into a government building, in a large scale bioterrorism emergency in New York. If this was only a, an incredible series of coincidence, uh, coincidences, why did the official investigations avoid these issues?
1: Okay, so they practiced what they should do in these situations.
0: And then uh, that was a year prior. And then on the same day, they planned for like a biochemical attack on New York, mm-hmm. uh, plane hijackings, uh, domestic air crisis. And crashing into a government building, so they have trained literally on this thing. everything. No, that was on the morning
1: of September 11th. No, that was what they had scheduled to practice, right? But they have actually in the past practiced what they should do in these situations.
0: No. So they did that. In the, they did some of those trainings in the past, but mm-hmm. then on the day, the morning of 9/11, uh, they held, um, including scenarios of those things. Yeah. So
1: they. We're planning to, oh, they had already done it prior to this. They already did it prior
0: to it, but then also
1: on the morning of 9-11, they were already. No, no, I mean on right. 9-11, they were scheduled to do it. Like, so they hadn't actually done it before this incident happened, right?
0: No. Like, I'd imagine
1: because it's, it's way too early, I would assume, for them to actually have gone over. No, there.
0: the year prior, they went over like every scenario that happened on 9-11. No, I'm and, talking about on the day of the incident yes they did it on the morning of but they um, had it, they probably hadn't
1: done this yet it was scheduled to be done
0: it literally said it was done it was held on the morning of September 11th yeah but this all
1: happened in the morning so how could they have done it
0: you you've been in the military you know how fucking early morning is that's true it's like 6 that's very true <laughs> um but yeah so that's a weird one that's the uh, that's one of the big ones for me is they actually had all this and I don't think they were running scenarios in the sky on 9-11. Mm-hmm. They were planning everything. They were seeing... Just like going over details and yeah. shit like this. If this happens, that we should do this. If this mm-hmm. happens, like that kind of thing. And then maybe they thought it was part of the war games that was going over and getting radio calls like, hey, this shit's going down. Like They thought it was just the, pra- like the a scenario of what they're going over.
1: Not an actual thing that's happening, but people are actually just playing it out to make it Flip, uh, a fit practice everything. scenario. Yeah. Which one you got? Um, Okay, so I know that this is kind of a bigger one, but that the government was warned of the uh, attacks prior to them actually taking place, and they were aware of them.
0: I think Michael Jackson was warned. What? He had a meeting on one of the floors of the World Trade Center, Hmm. and he He didn't show up. up. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder if there's
1: any other... like powerful people that were supposed to be there that day that uh, happened to miss work.
0: The people, the person who owned the silver, silver, I, don't, I forget his last name, but he bought the world trade centers. I'm pretty sure he owned it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he took out a big ass insurance policy on it a few months before it happened. And then he also didn't show up to work. Mm. Um, convenient. Convenient. A lot of us officials were told not to fly that day. Hmm because uh you know it's a, one of those high risk of flying days supposedly for what reason I don't know but uh it was like someone in San Francisco like I think the San Francisco mayor was actually informed not to fly that day it's like the entire tax happened on the other side of the country
1: yeah it's just a little weird um like there's a, like we said there's a lot of weird things but so you've heard about that though, right? That the actual government was actually got a tip that this was going to happen. I mean, not I don't think they got like the day, the time specifics, but they knew something like this was going to happen because they got a tip and uh, they didn't take any extra precautions. Like
0: they didn't start upping the security at that point for mm-hmm. the airports and shit. What if, um, what if that was the reason why they were running the scenarios? Because of that? Because of that. And but they, they were doing this a year prior. So, they, But the person who maybe worked inside the U.S. government, mm-hmm. and they knew they were planning on this rehearsal happening that morning, and they wanted to plan it out the same exact time.
1: Like an inside job?
0: Like, like an inside job, yeah.
1: Like maybe just someone was working with these Al-Qaeda members. Mm-hmm. Al-Qa- I'm doing finger quotes because mm-hmm. we don't know for sure. But the Al-Qaeda members that hijacked everything, and they, they were working th- with them. this
0: would be the best time because we're going to be in a war game scenario. Mm-hmm. And you know, people may not take it as seriously. Yeah, because we're in you know a war game scenario, and uh so they, that's why they happened within like what eight thirty to ten o'clock. That's when all the crashes happened. So yep. in an hour and a half. Yep. And uh so yeah, that'd be perfect timing if you knew exactly when this game was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm saying game because you know it's it's not really a game. It's just like they plan out every possible scenario they can think of in their brains, in which they're all military geniuses they've all been in multiple wars they know how shit plays out mm-hmm. and they just plan for all these different scenarios Of maybe the one person in that room like oh let's talk about you know the biochemicals and maybe you know air crisis and he was the one that talking about it and then just to throw off the room right
1: it's possible i just think it's weird that um you would receive a tip about this happening with airplanes i mean i don't think they said hey someone's gonna crash an airplane into the World trade centers but I yeah. think that someone said they were going to weaponize airplanes and crash them into fucking monuments or fucking, like, like you said, uh, government buildings. I think that they were aware of that and they didn't take no extra steps in like security for fucking flying. I feel like I feel like they should have done that right away. Like, oh, really? I mean, I, I don't know how many credible tips they get. Like, they probably get a ton of these fucking tips, right? Yeah, and none of them actually come to fruition, so they don't really take them all too seriously. Yeah. But had they taken this one seriously, maybe it prevents fucking 3,000 deaths. That's true. So, yeah. kind of crazy, but um, that's just one thing that I yep. feel like uh
0: irritates the shit out of me. It, it, yeah, that really does. Okay, so the here's all the Saudi connections I was talking about, right? hmm 9-11 investigators or investigations made light of the Bin Laden airlift because, all right, so the air, you know, every flight was grounded, right? Mm-hmm. But they made an exception to the Bin Ladens. Just throw that out there real fast before I continue Not reading. Not Osama Bin Laden, just, Not, just the Bin Laden. The Bin Laden family. Uh, during the no-fly period and ignored the long-standing Bush family business ties to the Bin Laden family fortune, a company in which both families held interests, uh, the Carlisle Group was holding its annual meeting on September 11th with George uh, George Bush Sr., James Baker, and two brothers of Osama Bin Laden in attendance. Uh, the Saudi connections to terrorism financing the 9-11
1: hijackers. So they've let them fly during the no-flight period just to go to this meeting. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like And then me.
0: what after the fucking first, or after the second plane, George Bush immediately claims it was the Bin Laden's? Well, the, they said it was senior, right? George Bush senior in the thing you yeah, just but, read. But junior goes, it goes the after senior the- Senior was the one in that meeting. It doesn't matter. They were, they all had- connections with each other like that's true i mean how hard the, is it uh, the for bin laden to
1: call the son real quick hey uh fucking these guys said they did it no, I'm just <laughs> not that they would have been a meeting like that but, I'm just so, but
0: like the bin ladens were like very good supporters of the bush family mm-hmm. like they always donated to the bush foundation which is kind of weird yeah but so i think maybe they were just looking to get some money Uh um, both parties and then so they're like get my son yeah
1: <laughs> i think i think that's uh
0: Probably true. It, it, that one, I don't know. It's just really fucking weird.
1: It's weird to say the least. They, they I mean, all planes are grounded except for um, the family of this well-known terrorist. Yeah. Then you guys can fly. Yeah. Cool.
0: Uh, another one is like the, the need for a new Pearl Harbor. Uh, the principles in the U.S. foreign policy under the current Bush administration, including Cheney, Rumsfeld, Wolfitz, Pearl, and others have been instrumental in developing long-running plans for worldwide military hegemony. Hegemony? Is that it? It Sounds about right. All right. Yeah. Including an invasion of the Middle East dating back to the Ford, Reagan, and Bush senior administrations. uh, They retaliated or reiterated. Sorry, Jesus. I suck at words today. I always do. These plans uh, in the late 1990s as members of the Project of the New American Century and stated clear intent to invade Iraq for the purpose of regime char- uh, change. After 9-11, they lost no time in the attempt to tie Iraq to the attacks.
1: Which is weird because we've already talked that I think these guys are from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. The, yeah. the hijackers and everybody. So mm-hmm. um, they just went to Iraq right away, which is also weird. I mean, when you really start to think about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the need for another Pearl Harbor was a need for another attack on American soil, so that they can actually go to war. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what the military-industrial
0: complex to get money.
1: That's what it sounds like they're saying.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what they're
1: saying. Okay, because I know. Okay, so guys, we've talked about um, trying not to go over an hour in our episodes anymore. And so, uh, do you want to get into the big one? What's the big one? Uh, It's government. The government orchestrated this whole thing.
0: Didn't we already touch on that just now?
1: No, not really. We okay, said then. that the government was notified, but we and, didn't say the government actually orchestrated the whole entire fucking thing and actually break it down. So a lot of people say that these um these buildings they collapsed too perfectly, mm-hmm. and that they were actually what was it dynamite or whatever explosives in these buildings to make them fall like uh, demolition would. Like yeah, if it was actually demolishing. Sure. They're
0: dem- trying to say tan, no, not not right? What what's the one that thermite? A um, little bit of thermite, which is like burns metal real good. Either way,
1: like so they put some kind of explosive in these buildings to make them collapse the way they wanted them to collapse. Because if you guys go back and watch these videos, they essentially collapse straight
0: down on themselves. Yeah, which is odd if you think about it. They probably should have collapsed over. Or what would have happened is half of the like the top part would have fallen over. That too, because you think about it, the plane. Almost on one tower, these it was like, fucking buildings, in the yeah, seventieth floor, and the other one was like the ninetieth floor. So, are you a think everything from the top would have just
1: like wilted over and fucking fell yeah. over, not just perfectly collapse?
0: Even though there's already damage on one side, it just goes straight down instead of you know leaning over. Not even like a little bit falls off to the edge. Okay, think about this too.
1: Okay, the momentum of a plane slamming into a building that big, it's yeah. gonna rock it. I mean, like you no, know, by rock I mean like sway it. Yeah. Um. So, you would think that, okay, the damage to the structure plus the force of the impact would actually knock it over, essentially, at least from where the impact happened. Mm -hmm. And, like we said before, we're not fucking demolition experts or anything like that. Yeah. Anything like that. But it just, it would make sense to me that they would fall over, not uh, implode on each other.
0: Yeah. I think so.
1: So, some people believe that's the case. And also with, uh, what is it, Tower 7?
0: Tower 7, yeah.
1: That shouldn't have never even fucking. uh, Fell over, honestly. Like yeah,
0: they, it caught fire somehow. But then, just this year, like I said, it was proven that it did not catch fire. The fire did not cause the the collapse of it. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's another weird thing that people look to as far as the government uh, ties to it. Mm-hmm. Um, having trouble thinking.
0: You got anything else with the government being tied to it? Um, so on the days of september 8th and september 9th um they were doing some form of like reform like security reform on the the towers Mm -hmm. both towers and bush's little brother was the guy who runs the security for a lot of big places like the two airports that the planes left out of Mm -hmm. um and the world trade centers he was running security, like the security, like the cameras and people and stuff like that.
1: It was like his security
0: team that was in charge of
1: it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so
0: he could have easily had access to plant this shit. The eighth and ninth, all cameras were down. Everything was down. They could not see if anyone came in or came out of that building. So they said during that time, that could have been when they planted the explosives. Bad timing, huh? Yeah. Or there, another one I heard was um, during the creation, or they got word of that this could be an attack. Like uh, the the Twin Towers could be a primary place to attack because of how centralized it is. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, 15, 20 years ago in different administrations, um, they planted, you know, explosives inside the elevator shafts or whatever mm-hmm. um, to, just in case this happened, they wouldn't want the tower to fall over because that would cause way more damage. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they, they thought of the... You know the threat that those two buildings could pose on the city, mm-hmm. and they thought of ways to make it implode on itself. So they've had explosives
1: just sitting in these buildings. That's the only far-fetched thing con- I
0: could think of. To do a controlled demonstration, and they've
1: had them sitting there for years. I mean,
0: that's the one that I can't think. Like that was like a little far-fetched, but the the planning of it makes sense.
1: Did I say demonstration? Controlled demolition. Yeah, demolition. Um, yeah, just that, and then um, like you said. There were motives to go to war. Yeah. So, I mean, you risk all these lives so you can go to Iraq and invade them. hmm But I mean,
0: it, it makes sense the way that, that that theory was worded was just in case it was to get hit mm-hmm. by something, it wouldn't fall over on the whole city. I get you take precautions. And because I- if, think about it, if it fell sideways, mm-hmm. that would have killed... Way more people. Way, probably like 10 times the amount of people. Right. And... So falling on itself you just kill everyone within a few a city of that sounds you kill everyone inside the building mm-hmm. and then a few blocks away not even a few blocks away and you
1: you save a lot of lives I, i'd assume with that right mhm um so maybe that was the call that we were talking about earlier that the president had to
0: make like they do, sent in they sent do, in like uh, some demolition team to go and run up a fucking burning building and just blow it up yeah or that they already had these demo, these charges in place for it as incident. a precaution maybe remember what what year was it when the the world trade center actually got attacked and bombed
1: i do recall but they i actually, think it was like 1996 93 i thought 93 somewhere around there 96 93 something like that yeah
0: so in that time frame so maybe that's when they were like shit this is actually a big target mm-hmm. and we need to find a way to defend our city
1: you know it's weird <clears throat> i wonder if nowadays people who work in large buildings get scared get scared but like fuck i pack a parachute with me dude leave it at my desk
0: or something honestly i've if i worked in a really big building like that i definitely would but i feel like since then buildings had to have emergency exits
1: they probably do but at the same time he's like okay uh, i'm just gonna pack this base jump parachute with me just in case like yeah i mean i don't think that's crazy considering what happened on this day no uh, we're getting uh, okay so the more government conspiracy. what you were saying is if they did have it planned like and they had shit in there to where they could actually collapse a building to where it wouldn't cause more casualties. Mm-hmm. What if that was like, a, you know, the scenario I ran to early about blowing up the plane to save lives? Mm-hmm. What if that was a, actually a choice that the president actually had to make? Like, okay, do we collapse this building? Because we have the the resources
0: to do that. Maybe that's why it took 20 minutes before each tower collapsed. Wouldn't you hope that the president was like, evacuate
1: all emergency responders?
0: Well, that was another thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure we read it about it was... A lot of them could not get radio calls inside the tower. yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because they were ordered to evacuate the North Tower, remember? Yeah. Every emergency responder was told to evacuate. (laughs) That's right. I do remember. This is a very far-fetched theory. Uh, And I don't even have all the details because it's super fucking far-fetched to my eyes. But uh, the tractor beam. The tractor beam? Yeah, there was a... They (laughs) said... This is for the big conspiracy theorists. They said right before the attack you can see this like this strong beam that goes straight in. Uh. And then there was accounts from survivors of the World Trade Center like the firefighters that as the as the tower was collapsing, they started floating in the air towards mm. the uh, the collapse the the tower collapsing like the top of it Like <laughs> almost
1: like gravity was non-existent it was pulling them yes
0: up. and then how many blocks away i want to say like 15 blocks away there was cars that were flipped upside down and burned mm-hmm. but there was no burning that's 15 weird. blocks away
1: that's weird uh, we also um yeah that, that's weird i feel like uh that's the att theory, a, theory yeah I, read, right?
0: I that's i heard that one from att that and um, it's,
1: it's like a uh, that's that's super weird
0: yeah, it's like they knew that maybe that was the other demolition. They had a satellite over it, and then and they could. That's how they were. they
1: didn't have dynamite. They had a satellite.
0: They could actually just yeah collapse these things down like that. And that's why it took time between each one. Maybe mm-hmm. they had to get in the perfect position for both of them. But how does that explain all the cars that were flipped upside down blocks away?
1: I mean, maybe it's just the force of
0: whatever they used. But no one felt anything. They also they felt they floated. The people inside did. But no one outside because if there was cars 15 blocks, 20 blocks away that were flipped upside down and burned, why did the people who were just five blocks away watching the shit not get burned alive and flipped upside down? I don't know. That's weird. They also said the seismic activity of a building falling that high would have been significantly, Mm -hmm. like an extraordinary amount on the seismic scale. Not like a 9.0 earthquake or anything like that, like a world shattering thing. But it would have been on the Richter scale Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, it was barely on it. Another architect said, if a building that size collapsed, a third of the building would still be like the pile high. Mm -hmm. Because think about it, you're having all this shit collapse. What you're saying is like. There should have been way more debris too. Yeah. For what the building was, there should have been more debris. Way more debris. That's at least what an architect tried to, it was either a fourth or a third of the building high of the debris. That makes sense to me, right? I mean, yeah. you think about it. It was just the way that it was up. It was like this. So if you stack all that shit up, it's
1: still gonna be high. It's gonna be extremely high. Yeah. Because yeah. if you really think about it, okay. So how high was it? Hundred? It was hundred plus. So just say it's a hundred, and I can't. Re- I don't know why, but I can't remember how many floors it was off the top of my head. Um, so just say it's a hundred. Yeah. Well, you have space in between every single one, right? So you cut it down by a third. It should be still thirty-three stories high. Right. I mean that's that that seems like it's uh, pretty reasonable to think that it should fall thirty three stories high, if it's a hundred, and that's just hundred and ten,
0: so hundred and ten, yeah, yeah. It's
1: just say forty then, yeah, that's a
0: third, yeah, hundred it would be thirty three, but yeah, well, hundred would be thirty three, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, so thirty six, yeah, either way, it's somewhere
1: around there, yeah. like that's that, it should have been in that range, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't, it was. Like it seemed like there, there was, there probably barely was any, a lot of debris missing. Actually,
0: there was a lot of debris missing. And if you want to say, well, everything evaporated on impact, then how did a lot of firefighters survive? Right. Well, not a lot of uh, firefighters, but there was a few survivors in the world. Trade- that with The entire building on them and there's
1: just pure luck.
0: Yeah. But there should have been a third of the building on top of them. Uh, and the fact that they found them within like a few days.
1: No, that's true. Um, so, a lot of people say, too, like, the image of the plane crashing is fake. And if you slow down, you can see where it's actually missing. But I feel like that's just because the...
0: The camera quality back then? The
1: camera quality back then wasn't able to pick up something moving that fastly. Like and the frame rate and everything? Yeah. yeah. So, that's what I feel like it was. There's also... Um, so, we haven't talked about the Pentagon, but people believe that was staged.
0: Yeah. If you look at the Pentagon, there's no way a plane did that. Right. And th- that's my opinion, too. Yeah. If you um, it, Just look at a picture of the Pentagon. There's no way a plane crashed. And it just made a, a hole.
1: A small hole. And it didn't even... like. I feel like it would have messed up so much more than just what it did.
0: You would have had wings? hmm And there was also not, there was no debris there either. And it's kind of weird that
1: one plane was able to take out that huge fucking tower, but just barely did anything to the Pentagon.
0: Yeah, And also there was no cameras on that side of the Pentagon.
1: No. And the cameras that they did have were super sketchy. Mm-hmm. But... It just looked super sketchy. The,
0: the fact that nothing happened...
1: Yeah, it, it's weird. It is weird. Also, um, I mean, we have we talked about it a little bit, but just that flight that crashed into the um field, mm-hmm. flight ninety three. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, I wonder how that was for the people on the plane, like, um, if they knew that what was going on outside, or if they just knew that their plane was being hijacked.
0: I think they got a call. Cause they, they they were also they got the over the but they were also on their phones right so they were yeah.
1: talking to their family and shit
0: so did they know? Well, for sure, I'm pretty sure the terrorists went over and said, "We got your plane," mm-hmm. and then they called their family and their family was like, "Yeah, look, the shit's going down right now," and then they took the fight or flight to, uh, situation. So that's a total of four planes. I thought I,
1: I thought I read somewhere that there was supposed to be five.
0: I I didn't hear anything about that.
1: Maybe not. Um so that's four planes that were hijacked that day that uh three of them successfully completed their mission Mm -hmm. the fourth one was supposed to go to the white house it seems um it's kind of odd that that's the one that didn't make it though as well
0: yeah i mean i mean i was was supposed to go to the
1: white house yeah so really think about that i mean dick cheney was the one there i guess right Mm -hmm. not uh bush just in case it actually happened i i imagine (laughs) i imagine when you're going on the government conspiracy one um so it's kind of weird that that's the one plane that didn't complete its mission Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not saying that i don't know it's hard like i said it's hard to talk about this shit because i don't want to say these people didn't actually help out or anything like that but um maybe that if this was a government thing then like we can't destroy the white house crash just went in the field to say that's where they were going honestly i feel like
0: that's like where it goes for me mm-hmm. where that conspiracy doesn't go. Cause I feel like if you see a picture, you already saw the two tallest towers of our country get collapsed. You see our white, our Pentagon get attacked mm-hmm. and then you see our white house get destroyed. Way more Americans would have lined up at recruiting offices than just the Americans that did. I mean, there's a lot of people that lined up for that shit. Mm-hmm. I know that was like the primary cause for everyone, not everyone, but majority of the people joining the military mm-hmm. in that time frame, And, uh, you seeing our White House get destroyed?
1: That's one thing this attack did do, though, is bring all Americans together. It was together. our Pearl Harbor. Yeah, it was like brought I said. all Americans together. Mm-hmm. And I would never wish for something like that to happen now. But, no. God, we need to come together nowadays, too, yeah. man.
0: But not with not with the tragedy like that. No. Um, Another quick one, mm-hmm. and then we'll wrap this one up. Um, the poisoning of New York. Mm-hmm. The White House uh, deliberately pressured the EPA into giving false public assurance that the toxic air at ground zero was safe to breathe. This know- knowingly contributed to an as yet unknown number of health I- cases and vital- fatal it, fatalities and uh, demonstrates that the administration does consider the lives of American citizens to be expandable on behalf of certain I- interests. Now, I-, I think that one's a little too far-fetched for me. Not that, but that's just saying that the, the people it- who
1: breathe- breathed in all the bad shit from this collapsing. Um, they died years later, but they're saying that they said it was not harmful.
0: Yeah, they said the ground zero was not in the harmful place to breathe.
1: Everybody should have known that. It's just like the ash flying around right now. We know we're not supposed to breathe that shit in. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. And that's just wood. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying like we're, yeah. we could have never experienced 9-11 and been very much aware that, hey, this ash that's floating in the air, don't breathe that in. It's, but they told. Obvious. That's
0: why. It, I mean, think about how to like cut together. New York was yeah. people everywhere came in droves, and it's all over. Not even droves. just
1: New York. Just from all of the country. No, yeah, but,
0: the entire country came to New York and was helping clear yeah. out ground zero. Steve Buscemi came. Yeah, the uh, that's the actor guy.
1: I don't know who that is. He was on Con Air. The weird looking dude.
0: Oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah.
1: Uh, I, mean, I think he was it used to be a firefighter or something like that, but he came and helped out.
0: There's a lot of people.
1: Yeah, quite a few people came. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like we said, it brought the Americas to get <laughs> the Americas. <laughs> I was going to say the world. Uh, it brought America together for yeah. sure. All Americans.
0: I mean, if you think about like the world was sad for us too. The I I Im- yeah I, I mean if you, so. the like news ate, across the world was in like shock that America was just attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know we want to keep this one short. Okay,
1: just real quick, like we said, guys, we are very much aware that we're not touching everything right now, and it's intentional. So yeah. we're we're very much aware there's a lot more we can go into, and there's a lot more we could talk about with this subject, but we want to be able to keep it open to where we can talk about it again. Yeah. So I hope you guys understand that.
0: We, well, like we said, it's going to be an annual thing. If this wasn't an annual thing, we would try to touch on everything it, we can. It would probably be like a three-parter. Yeah, so that's why we're gonna do it annually. So if we're <laughs> gonna be here next year too, if we're still doing this, then we'll touch we'll do part two next year.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then uh part three the year following, unless we just really go dive deep. We have some nine eleven crazy people. Um
1: But with that being said, also um if you guys have anything you guys do wanna hear about this, then send us an email. Yeah. Uh hit us up on our Instagram or
0: twitter if you think any of the conspiracy we just talked about was stupid or far-fetched then send it to us too because like you said we we don't believe half this shit
1: or if you have one that's not as well known or just something that interests you or some information that you may have stumbled across and you're like hey check this out yeah uh send it to us man we appreciate that first of all send it to us on any subject we do but this one in particular yeah send it to us we, we would love to hear it
0: yeah we don't want to hear it
1: but <laughs> <laughs> we would love to though we will we'll definitely read it it's just something that uh First of all, we want to like we want to know as much as we can. in This shit we talk about, so mm-hmm. um, any information you guys have, we would gratefully is there, accept.
0: Is there a movie on Flight 93?
1: There is. I never watched it, um, but there is. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, sure I'm not even joking to you. Mm-hmm. I watch the World Trade Center every single year, and last year I had to work during it mm-hmm. at uh, our old company right before we quit. Mm-hmm. And uh, was our old company? It had to be, yeah. Last year, yeah. Yeah, it was our last time there, yeah. I think you went home, and I we had I had to do something there. I had to stay for work or something. I should have just closed my fucking door and watched it in there. Fuck it, yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were helping out the veteran place next door. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You got a brain or uh, a bizarre story you want to do? I do, but what time are we at? You got time. Okay. Okay, let's do it then. Now, here's a little story we've got to tell. It's really bizarre, so hear it now. I actually missed that. It's
1: pretty good. Yeah, we came up with that, guys. Okay, so the story I'm going to read for you guys today is called Voice. 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 You ready? I'm ready. Ready for this? (laughs) Okay, so this is called Voice. About a year and a half ago, my best friend of 15-plus years and I took a trip out to the family farm. At night, after getting out of our second shift, it was a nice, clear, crisp early fall night in Michigan. We were sitting there, just chit-chatting away and watching the night sky when he asked a very particular question. He said, This place has always had a strange feel to it. Almost like you are being watched. Did something happen here? Something bad, I mean? I laughed a little and I replied that I only knew the stories that my father told me. I told him about when my great-grandpa purchased the farm in the early 30s. That it was a... Big family project to keep it up and running. Relatives would come and help with the chores and exchange, be able to hunt the land for food. My grandpa had a cousin that came over one day, helped out, and asked if he could go out later that night to do some coon hunting. He, of course, got permission and set out shortly after sundown. The next morning... My grandpa noticed that his vehicle was still out in the driveway, even though he should have left hours before. It was still dark out, but my grandpa knew the area of the land he would be hunting and set off in that direction. He walked back towards the back pasture field, and as he came around a bin, he hollered my cousin's name. He heard a strange yet familiar voice answer him back. He said that the voice chilled him to the bone, that something, something wasn't quite right about it. So he called out again, and this time the voice was for sure not his cousin's, but almost like a growl imitating his voice. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. He said he highlighted it, he hightailed it out of their never looking back. When the sun came up, he took a big group of relatives and farmhands to look for him. They found his gun loaded but not fired, his hat, which was covered in a brown liquid, spattering, and that was all. My grandpa looked for any signs of him for over 60 years. Nothing. Posted by Sammy Joe 89. I was going to say, what's the voice that I forgot about?
0: The Skinwalker?
1: It was definitely a Skinwalker. It seems
0: like that. Or the goat man, goat man imitates people too. But did the goat man ever talk? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think in that story the goat man ever talked. You know
1: what's funny though? Is the goat man what? is essentially a skinwalker.
0: Yes. But the skinwalker is a human. It's well, a
1: witch. The goat man though is way scarier. I don't I don't think so feels like it is to me when i when i listen to that story i got scared oh i got fucking i was mortified <laughs> i was like fucking uh, but that was back when we were like scared of everything in night <laughs> yeah we've kind of gotten away from that uh we just don't have as much time on our hands so we don't pay attention to shit yeah, really. we, don't, we don't have time to be scared anymore. we discussed this the other day too guys we don't find as much shit out on our jobs anymore like we don't notice as much freaky shit or weird odd shit
0: i swear to god it was just because we started this and we're like we were just getting scared of everything, no, and then we just I, wanted I, stuff to talk about.
1: I truly think that ever since it's changed, and we literally spend no time on the properties, just get in and get the fuck out. It's true that um we've not had time to
0: actually inspect shit, and we just literally get in and get the fuck out. We don't look at shit. And the other thing we we're talking about at work was, and we if we do see shit, like it doesn't phase us anymore. <laughs> like yes, I was we we're on the radio and we we're walking. I was like, I just heard someone running up on me. And then there was no one there. It was the same. That was the same place I see all my crazy shit, and mm-hmm. just, it doesn't doesn't get to me anymore. I guess I'm it used to the scary shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I, I've maybe I am. I
1: don't know. Because I did the, like two weekends ago, two weeks ago. I mean, I saw like what I thought was a shadow figure, and I just kind of brushed it off as like nothing. <laughs> and then I just did my shit and got the fuck it's, out. Like it's I said, I knew <laughs> um so maybe maybe that is it yeah. i just feel like we just don't fucking care anymore like what are you gonna do <laughs> fucking kill us you can do shit
0: ghost do it oh man well you got anything else i have nothing else maybe we're not scared because jay yeah we know jay got her
1: back jay got her back
0: yeah we're i think we're gonna be on the show when, when this comes out we're gonna be on the show in two days so saturday the 12th sounds about right yeah, Saturday the twelfth will be on their show. So if you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday, uh come by and join the live show. We'll be on there. You won't see our faces because we ain't showing our faces yet. It's coming though. It's coming. It's coming. Um so what what is their show called? Uh
1: Scream Time with Jay and Braden. Scream Time with Jay and Braden. So if you guys uh feel so inclined, go check us out on there. We've mm-hmm. been on there once before. Yep. And we just uh, kind of bullshitted with them for like half an hour or so.
0: Yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about Bigfoot this time and the Bigfoot UFO theory, come join us. Come join us on that uh, that show on yep. YouTube. On YouTube. Yep. It'll be fun. It will be fun. All right. So you got anything else,
1: buddy? I don't have anything else, man. But also, guys, keep in mind we're gonna keep doing the 9/11. So
0: yeah. So don't don't be sad that we don't didn't be do pissed
1: everything. off at us that we didn't get too in depth on this one.
0: Seriously. All right, uh, make sure you follow us on our social media. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, Bizarre
1: Investigations Podcast.
0: And uh, send us your stories at either one of those or Bizarre at gmail.com. Send it, guys. Send it. All right. Toodaloo. Peace. Ow.